Hey there, welcome to Not Your Ordinary Girl, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hey there, so today we're going to be talking about our super skills. We all have different skills and talents and things that we bring to the workplace. Some of them are things that we have learned along the way. Some of them are things that we've learned at school or from our our work experience, or some of them are just things we love to do. I would argue that a lot of the things that are our best super skills are those ones that we just love doing. Things that you do inside the office, outside the office, that you really find joy in, that you can apply at your workspace to kind of liven things up a little bit. And what we're going to be talking about today are some ways that you can really leverage those super skills that you already have to make yourself stand out at the office, really make a name for yourself and and give yourself an opportunity to shine. Let's say, for example, you are like me and you are a spreadsheet junkie, right? You love making spreadsheets, anything and everything you can. We're putting on a spreadsheet and organizing and and collating and macros and whatever it may be. Okay, so maybe that's something that is required for your regular day-to-day. Maybe you do finance and you have all your, your debits and credits and everything are in there. But what if you could use those spreadsheets for something else that's going on in the office? Maybe you're in a meeting and they're talking about preparing for the end of the year or your office is moving and you need to do some kind of an inventory Uh, perhaps you've got a bunch of new employees coming on and they're trying to come up with a plan for onboarding, anything like that. If you're a spreadsheet person like me, your mind is already turning now, right? And you're thinking of all of the ways you could put all kinds of data into a spreadsheet for all of those situations. I probably think of a spreadsheet that I could make at least three or four times during the day because there's just so many different things we can organize in that manner. So why not step up and say to your boss, hey, I'd like to volunteer to help out with this effort. I think that I could build a really nice spreadsheet. It won't take me too long. It would be helpful to you because of A, B, and C. These are the types of things that could be included in it. What you're doing there is you are demonstrating a different value to your boss, to your organization, to your office. And you're also giving yourself a project that you will probably enjoy because you love making spreadsheets. And it's an opportunity to kind of break out of your normal day-to-day role and get your feet wet in maybe a different department or at something higher level because you'll be working with the, the leadership. You don't know where that will lead to. So it really gives you an opportunity to leverage a skill you already have to do something a little bit different. Perhaps you are really interested in working with young people. Maybe you coach sports outside of work. Maybe you are a Cub Scout or Girl Scout leader. Maybe you are a tutor for school, whatever those things may be. Why not offer to be a mentor to junior staff or 
work on onboarding programs for your organization. Maybe they bring in the, the new folks and the, the program's a little clunky and you have ideas on how you could really make that transition a little bit smoother. Onboarding new staff is so expensive for organizations. Any value that you could provide to make that be a little bit more of a smoother transition, uh, make it more reliable or successful the retaining of those employees to be longer because they've had a good experience. That's all value you can provide to your company or organization. And you'd get to work with some of the junior folks. Maybe it's just taking them around the building, showing them where the coffee maker is, explaining to them how to get paper products and and office supplies, whatever it may be. Maybe it's something a little bit more functional. Maybe you are really good at, at whatever it is you're job function is, and it would be helpful to pass that skill along. Whatever it may be, again, you're offering a value that perhaps your your organization or your office doesn't have already, and you're giving yourself an opportunity to really stand out to your leadership, that you took the initiative to offer this up, you've got an idea of how you can make it successful, and you have examples of how you will be able to provide value there. Say you are really good at networking. Maybe you are super social. You are total extrovert. You love doing parties outside of work. You're always hosting things on the weekend. You love to cook. You love to go out, whatever it may be. Perhaps you propose some kind of a team building activity to your leadership. It's an opportunity for you to come together with your colleagues and spend some time, get to know them a little bit, kind of build rapport, build relationships, build that network a bit for everybody, including yourself. It's an opportunity to maybe talk about something very job-focused. You guys could do some kind of a um, training as part of the day. Maybe you go to lunch. Maybe you go to some kind of an activity thing, go play miniature golf or any of those types of things, right? That you typically do team buildings. It doesn't have to be super expensive. You're the extrovert, you're the planner. Plan something that you know would be reasonable for your office, for your your budget that you have. Talk to your leadership and say, hey, I've noticed that we really don't get a whole lot of time to work on whatever it may be. And I think that our office would really benefit from a little bit of time doesn't have to be weekly. It doesn't even have to be monthly. Maybe you do something quarterly or maybe you do something annually depending on the size of your organization and the type of budget that they might have for this. It doesn't even have to cost that much money to your organization. Perhaps it's an after work thing. Maybe you all go to a happy hour. Maybe you all go to volunteer somewhere together if you're you're all interested in something more philanthropic if you're in a nonprofit, something like that perhaps you go and volunteer for an organization together or in in smaller groups right so these are all different ways that you can really demonstrate and leverage your social butterfly status right maybe you love to read you're not an extrovert you're the complete opposite of that you're more of an introvert you're a bookworm you just like to go home at night Close the doors, close the drapes, read your books, watch documentaries, whatever it may be. Perhaps there's something that you've been reading that is very applicable to work. And a lot of the folks that you work with, your colleagues, your supervisors, your your direct reports, they could benefit from whatever it is that you've been reading. Why not propose some kind of a book club? You could do it 
monthly, you could meet, you could propose books that you know would be really helpful to your colleagues. You could get together maybe over lunch and discuss what you learned or understood or some of the philosophies that you're reading about, how they apply to your workplace. Perhaps there are some challenges at your workplace. You know, maybe maybe the people that you're working with don't understand the dynamics of working with introverts and extroverts or something like that. Pick a book like Susan Cain's Quiet. Talk about introverts and how they are very important to office culture, but there are different ways to maximize the productivity of introverts and extroverts. It's a perfect opportunity to bring something like that to the attention of your supervisors because they will now become aware of the different things that are comfortable or uncomfortable based on what they've read and what you've been discussing. You might become more aware of the people in your office who may or may not have been introvert or extrovert that you didn't know, right? So these are all different ways that you can take your personal super skills and bring them into the office and use them to do multiple things, okay? By doing these kinds of things, you're going to stand out a little bit more to your leadership. One, because you've taken the initiative to look within yourself and find ways that you can bring added value to the office. Find ways that you can improve the office culture or the organization, productivity, the training, the fun, the networking, all of these different ways that make an organization so much more stronger when their people are getting along and they're working together as a cohesive unit and they're happy about what it is they're doing. There's so many days that you have to go to the office and it may just be go to work, do your job, punch in, punch out, come home. But there are a lot of other ways that we can get more connected in the office with our colleagues and our supervisors. And I'm not suggesting that you are drinking the Kool-Aid, rah, 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 have to get so excited about whatever it is that you're doing. But I would suggest that you consider the benefits of being a little bit more engaged. And what I mean by that is you don't have to work extra hours. You don't have to stay late or do a whole lot of socializing or perhaps you really hate leaving your office and having to be interacting with people. I get that. But by doing just little things like this, it might get you a little bit further in where you're going. Raises come around, what, once a year, promotions once a year, project opportunities, job opportunities, ways to expand your ways to expand your workload and your projects and your responsibilities and your roles and opportunities for maybe going on travel or getting a new project or taking a training. Those kind of things often come along to the people who are in the front of the mind of the supervisor. What kind of a better way to get on the radar of your supervisor than to be offering to bring some kind of value, to make their employees happier, to improve the productivity of the team, to bring awareness to something that may be a problem in the office by doing some kind of a a training or a book club or something along those lines. And the added bonus is that to do all of this, you get to do something you like, right? I mean, you already like reading, you already like being social, or you already like making spreadsheets, you like working with kids, whatever it may be that you love to do, you are going to get a chance to do that at work. 
if you are not happy in your job and most of your day-to-day is a drudgery, it could be the bright point in your day because, okay, I have to come in, I have to get my job done, but at lunchtime, I get to work on something I really like. Or this afternoon, we have a meeting, a brainstorm to put on some kind of a, a networking event or whatever it may be. That's the part I really like. So you are not being sneaky, but in a way you are being in control of your career because you are taking control of something you know you like and finding a way to bring that into the day-to-day. So again, even if you don't like a lot of the rest of the day, you are now making sure that you at least get a portion of the day that you like. The beauty of it is, is you never know where that will lead. You don't know if your supervisor never realized that they could use spreadsheets for other things. And now you may become the person that can go across to the different organizations or the different offices or, or whatever it may be and teach them how to build better spreadsheets or build spreadsheets for different projects or programs, right? You may end up being the lead of a mentor program Perhaps your office never had something like that, and now they see the value in having a mentor for their junior staff or or for their onboarding or whatever it may be, right? The sky's the limit with a lot of these things. Now, I understand that there are a lot of supervisors out there that will look at you and be like, yeah, no, I don't really see a value in that. I don't really see that we need that. I'm not really sure that we, we should go down that path right now. We don't have the money for it. I can listen to a whole bunch of different reasons why this isn't something that is optimal right now, right? I get that. And you could skip this altogether on the thought that eh, my boss is never going to go for it. You're right. If you don't propose it, your boss is never going to go for it, okay? But if you go for it and you talk to your supervisor and you give it a shot, there is a chance that they will go for it. And the more effort you put into your story or your proposal and the more you focus on ways that it will provide value to that person you're pitching it to, the better chances you have. Obviously, I would suggest that you start small, right? You probably don't want to go to a small 20-employee company's boss and say, hey, I want to do a leadership development thing for our team and it's going to cost $100,000, probably not going to be something they're going to go for, okay? So obviously, think small, come up with something where you can provide little bits because it might be something that you have to build up to and it can grow into something that you do annually or biannually or monthly, quarterly, whatever it may be. But give yourself a little bit of time to grow into that and demonstrate the value, especially if it's something like a mentoring or a networking or or even a book club that you are not actually demonstrating that you can do already in your day-to-day job. You know, the spreadsheet thing is probably a little bit easier to sell because if that's your job, then they can make that mental leap that, oh, okay, this person's really good at spreadsheets. We already know this. Of course, they're going to be able to do this here. But if it's one of your super skills that is something that is to date, mostly outside of the office, you are going to need to give yourself a little bit of time to build that credibility, to demonstrate that you are super skilled at whatever that is. But I'm not suggesting that that should dissuade you from trying, right? I mean, there are little ways that you can introduce these things on a day-to-day basis or a weekly basis to demonstrate that you have these skills. And the more little ways that you can find to 
incorporate these types of skills into your workplace persona, then the more you'll become known for them, the more credibility you will have lent yourself to be able to demonstrate these things and leverage them for other projects. Also start small on the money. Organizations, bosses, I've worked for none that I can think of that are always eager and willing to spend money on their employees. They're just not, right? I mean, they have to do training, they have to do onboarding, they have to do benefits and all of that stuff. But at the same time, finding ways to have their employees have more fun at work is not really at the top of the list. I'm sure there's organizations out there that value this. And I'm not being facetious when I say that. It's just they're in the business of running a business. They're not in the business of making it fun. That's kind of something that the employees have to to bring in and take the initiative and figure out ways to make work a little bit less work and a little bit more fun while still managing to be super productive and getting everything done that you need to. And then you can kind of incorporate those things in. If you're sitting there now and you're thinking... I don't have any super skills. What are my super skills? There's really not anything I do. I get up, I go to work, I come home. That's just about it. I would say that you are not being truthful with yourself and you are not giving yourself enough credit because I guarantee there is something that you do that you're really good at. Everybody has something. Everyone has something. And even if it's not something that you're really, really good at, It could just be something that you really, really like. Maybe you love to work out at the gym. Maybe start a a walking club at lunch that costs the company nothing. It builds some kind of uh, camaraderie around the folks that you'll be walking with. You'll get to know more about the people that you know. You never know who's going to be interested in walking. It could build your network with someone more senior to you, which will present opportunities in the future. Not to mention the fact that you're making your colleagues healthier by getting them out of the office during the day for a little bit of a break. Emotionally, physically, happier people work better. They're more organized. They're more efficient. Perhaps that's your super skill, right? Do you love to cook? Maybe you love to cook. Propose that you have a lunch once a, once a month or something where everybody brings in lunches. Maybe you do it around birthdays. The last office I worked in, there were multiple uh, organizations within the building and we we shared the different little kitchenettes and I was always a little bummed because in our kitchenette one of the other teams always had sign-up sheets for something going on. There was always a birthday. They did a birthday lunch every month and they listed off whose birthday it was that month on which days. They would do holiday or graduations. They were always doing some kind of a potluck lunch. And I'm sad to say that I totally could have proposed that for our organization, copied them shamelessly and told them about it because I'm sure they would have been flattered that I took their idea because I thought it was a fabulous idea. But I never took the time to go to my leadership and say, hey, I don't know if you noticed, but in the other break room, there's always something fun going on. They get together once a month. They celebrate everybody's birthday. They do a potluck. They chit-chat. Everybody's going to eat lunch most of the time anyway, right? So you're not doing anything that would cost the company money. Shamefully, I never did that. And I do think that it would have provided some value for the team that I was on because we didn't get much time to socialize with one another. Everybody was always on travel. And that would have been a great way that we could have interacted on a more personal level, even just for a few minutes. 
So maybe you love to cook, propose something like that. Maybe you do some kind of a recipe swap. Perhaps you do some kind of a seasonal thing where you do chili cook-off in the fall or some kind of competition, do a pie bake, everybody has pies, whatever it may be, use your imagination, but take whatever it is that you like to do and find a way to incorporate it at the office. Again, I think that the major benefit here is that we all have to go to work, right? And work is work. I say it all the time. It's supposed to be work. If they didn't call it work, it wouldn't be. You have to go there and you have to do your job, but it doesn't all have to be just work. You can find some way to bring a little piece of yourself that makes you happy to the office every once in a while and share it with others. It will be good for your relationships at work. It can be good for your career path, depending on what type of of skill or, or effort you're putting forth. And it'll be ultimately healthy and good for you because you are finding a little bit of time in that work to do something that you love to be happy about something that you're doing, to feel proud of whatever it is. Those are your super skills. You should be proud to share those with others and to demonstrate them at work. I challenge you today to be thinking about what is your super skill? What is the one thing that you really love to do that you can find a way to incorporate that at the office to make your day and everybody else's day just a little bit more fun. I'd love to hear from you on what some of your super skills are and how you're applying those in the office. Please feel free to leave a comment and tell us about what you're doing with your super skill. Have a great day. All right, so thanks for tuning in to Not Your Ordinary Girl. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to notyourordinarygirl.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or feedback, and please go ahead and recommend it to your friends. Until next time, remember to always stand up and be confident, stand by all that you do and say with integrity, and stand out, because after all, there's only one you.